and welcome to the Confusion to Clarity podcast. This podcast is for anybody who needs that reminder that they really are capable of achieving amazing things. Each week, we will be diving deep into all things mindset, manifestation, and spirituality. Hosted by me, Natalie, a clinical hypnotherapist, psychotherapist, coach, mum, and lover of all things mindset and manifestation. When listening, I want to give you a break from reality. I'm going to share with you the tools and techniques that you need to make your goals reality so you can stop playing small. Hello and welcome back. I hope you're all well and have had a great week. If you listened to last week's episode, you know that I got an air fryer like three years too late, um, but I'm still living my best air fryer life. Um, I think at the moment that's probably kind of peak excitement in my life, if I'm honest. Um, but I was thinking the other day how fast this year is going and again that's probably something I say every episode Um, but I was planning my mid-month session for my mindset mastery group so if you want to find out more about what that is all the details are below but I hold a mid-month check-in which is there to keep my members accountable to help them stay on target to reach their goals they have set themselves for the month. So whilst working on my notes for this, it really got me thinking about how sometimes we lose focus as the month progresses. It can be really easy to get distracted, to lose our power and succumb to things like procrastination, paying too much attention to the fears, the projections of those around us. If you lose sight of your goals, your targets and your aspirations, it can be really tricky to pull it back. So this is where regaining your power is crucial, but what does regaining your power or taking back your power actually mean. So taking back your power refers to reclaiming control, autonomy and agency of your own life, your decisions and your circumstances. It involves breaking free from external influences, the expectations of society and personal limitations that may have been holding you back and undermining your sense of self-worth. Taking back your power is all about asserting yourself. It's about setting boundaries and actively pursuing your goals and desires with all the self-confidence and conviction that you know deep down you really do have. It involves recognising and believing your inherent value, embracing your strengths and refusing to be defined or limited by others, be that their opinions or expectations. So ultimately, taking back your power is empowering you to live your life your way, not anybody else's way. It's about making choices that are aligned with your values and creating a life of fulfillment, purpose, self-determination and ultimately happiness, all whilst remembering how amazing and capable you really are. By embracing your power in life, in your relationships and in your work, you have the ability to create positive change within yourself and the world around you. Remember, though, empowerment is an ongoing journey and it requires commitment. In today's fast-paced and demanding world, it is crucial for you to reclaim your power, to foster that sense of confidence in your relationships and in your work. Confidence really is the foundation for personal growth, for self-worth, and also the ability to navigate challenges with resilience, but to also ultimately learn from them. So what are the first steps? Well, the first step really is to acknowledge your inherent value. To take back your power, it is essential to acknowledge your worth, to embrace your unique qualities, your capabilities. I always say this, but it is so important that we are our own biggest cheerleaders. 
You have to understand and believe that you deserve respect. You deserve love and appreciation in every aspect of your life. And I really stress every aspect. We aren't designed to live a mediocre life. You need to recognize that your voice matters, that your contributions hold such significance. By valuing yourself, you set the stage for healthy relationships with your friends, your partner, and also within your work. So I talk a lot on the podcast and in my working day um, about mindset routines, but they really do play such an important part of this. So I was having a conversation last week with one of my closest friends, and we were both saying how we were feeling a bit flat, overwhelmed. Um, Now, we both work um, for ourselves. We also work predominantly alone from home. Um, Now, I don't know about anybody else and whether you can relate to this, that whilst working from home has lots of benefits, it can be lonely at times, and it can be really easy if you're feeling tired, etc., to struggle to keep that motivation flowing and stopping the procrastination kicking in and the biscuits um or maybe that's just me um I always say you have to listen to your body and the phase of the month that you're in women work on a 28 day cycle unlike men who typically work on a 24 hour one so when we look at it like this we can begin to see you know why everyone doesn't thrive on a Monday to Friday nine to five routine that said though routine and structure play a crucial part in regaining your power Even by carrying out one to two tasks in the morning or of an evening that support your mindset really can make the biggest differences. Consistency is key though, which is why I always stress to clients, keep your routine simple. If they are simple, you will stick to them and that's when you see the results. So my friend and I last week said, right, we're going to hold ourselves accountable each day. So every morning we sent each other a voice note when we'd done a meditation, when we'd done some journaling, some gratitude practice. And we also said what our key points, our key goals were for that day. One of my own was to use social media less. I can be terrible for unconsciously clicking onto say TikTok and scrolling. But we both said at the end of the week that we felt we had been so much more productive and we also felt better within ourselves. So if you work from home or on your own, I would really recommend working with a friend and you know working as accountability partners together. Set boundaries and prioritize self-care. Establishing clear boundaries is vital in both relationships and the workplace. We have to learn to say no when necessary. You need to learn to assert your needs and ensure your well-being remains a priority. By setting boundaries, you protect your energy and you establish a healthy balance in your life. Now, I go into depth all about boundaries and how to set them in episode eight of the podcast, so I'll link the, um, the notes to that uh, below. Remember that self-care is not selfish. It is a vital practice that allows you to show up as your best self in all areas of your life. When life is busy for most, one of the first things that tends to get dropped is self-care practices. And maybe you tell yourself, you know, I'm just so busy, I don't have time. But that is the time to prioritise them. You can't pour from an empty jug. If you put your self-care on hold, you can really fast start to see it negatively impacting your mental health and really every aspect of your life. So this goes back to my point about keeping your mindset routine simple because if you're busy, then finding time is going to be much easier and really setting that mindset routine as part of a non-negotiable element of your day. The next point is effective communication. So work and life rely heavily on clear communication. When we have clear communication, we have a clear understanding, be that within ourselves or with others. 
by working on your assertiveness skills, it will enable you to express your thoughts, feelings, your boundaries clearly and respectfully. You might have been led to believe that assertiveness means aggression, but if you are coming from a place of certainty, then that isn't the case at all. Active listening is also crucial in regaining back your power. When you listen actively to those around you, it shows respect for others' perspectives, but it also creates genuine connections and understanding. When you cultivate effective communication, it builds trust, it resolves conflicts, and it supports healthy and meaningful relationships. We also need to embrace vulnerability. So true strength lies in embracing vulnerability, be that in relationships where it allows you to be you know, vulnerable, um, you know, to establish those deeper connections and that authentic intimacy. But also in the workplace, vulnerability allows you to trust and have that openness with your colleagues. It's okay to not know everything. It's okay to ask for help and it's okay to admit if you are struggling and finding things hard. When you embrace vulnerability, it does require courage, but in doing so, it paves the way for personal growth um, and also professional growth as well, in addition to supporting deeper connections. Also, being vulnerable sets a positive example to others. So by being vulnerable, you're showing them that it's okay to open up. It's okay to be honest. Embrace failures and learn from setbacks. Now, confidence is not built solely on success. It comes from the ability to learn and grow from your mistakes and your setbacks. Embrace mistakes and setbacks as learning opportunities and view them as temporary hurdles rather than permanent roadblocks. Or you could always see it as guidance to something even better and that's what I always try to see it as. Um, You know, how many times has something not worked out how you had envisaged? And at the time, it probably felt like a massive pain in the ass or even the end of the world. However, as time passed and then you reflected back, you actually saw that it was a blessing in disguise and totally meant to be its divine guidance. By reframing your perspective, you can also bounce back stronger, um, you become wiser, you build that resilience and confidence along the way. When you reframe your negative thoughts, you can manage those curveballs that come your way so much more easily and effectively. A large part of my work with clients is helping them to develop what I call a life toolkit. So these are techniques that they can utilise daily to keep them feeling good and or on the right path if things aren't going as they had originally planned. So this helps them to remain more optimistic and forward thinking. And just as a side note here, when we are thinking about like how we want to be, we start to program our mind to take us in that direction. We then start to see synchronicities and opportunities making themselves known to us. Now, you might not think that this works for you, but I challenge you to ask yourself this. Have you ever thought of somebody, a specific person maybe that you've not seen in ages, and you start to think about them, perhaps a specific memory, invoking a feeling, and then within a short space of time, randomly, you receive a message from that person, or you're out and about and you bump into them out of the blue? When we are thinking positively about how we want to be and feel, even when things seem a little off course, we actually produce our feel-good hormones, even if we are just thinking about things. When we are producing our feel-good hormones in that constant flow, we honestly have the power to do anything. Continuous learning and growth is also key in regaining our power. To maintain confidence in relationships and work, it is vital to commit to a journey of continuous learning and personal growth, We need to seek out opportunities to expand knowledge and acquire new skills and challenge ourselves. 
Therapy is one of the most powerful things you can invest in because it's not only going to help you become the very best version of yourself, but you will notice how it transforms every aspect of your life. By investing in your growth, you position yourself as that confident, capable individual, your true authentic self. Reclaiming your power and cultivating confidence in relationships and work is a transformative journey. By recognising your worth, by setting boundaries and embracing vulnerability, you create an environment conducive to personal and professional growth. Remember that confidence is not a destination, but it is an ongoing process. You need to celebrate your achievements, learn from setbacks and continue to embrace new challenges. By doing so, you empower yourself to lead a fulfilling and confident life. So this week, I challenge you to embrace your power and confidently create the life and the career that you know you deserve. So thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please, can I ask you to share it with anybody else who you feel may enjoy it too. If you haven't, please could ask you to download it and leave a review because it really does help me get the podcast out to even more people. And finally, just to finish, remember you are powerful, capable and deserving of all the success and happiness that comes your way. Have a great week.